We didn't plan that, sorry. <laughs> so great, so we are ending the series on community. How many people have been here for the last few weeks? Yeah, we've had some great words. We've had words about friendships. We've had words about giving. We've had words about, what else have we had words about? Friendship. Serving, serving as well. So today we are talking on what it means and what it looks like to honor to honor people and to honor God. So before we get started, what I want you to do is turn to your neighbor and I want you to ask them if they have ever had an experience when someone has showed them a high level of respect or a high level of disrespect and how it made them feel. So you got two minutes to talk amongst yourselves, give some examples. Great, okay. So my boss says that I am the boss of something, so she recognizes that I'm meant to be in charge, so I feel really respected in that light. Firms, meet me halfway. <laughs> um, you know what's hard? I can't actually think of high levels of respect, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but I say um, disrespect. You know when you leave the door open for, like you hold the door open for somebody, yeah? Oh, everyone knows, yep, they can relate. Um, <laughs> But like they open, like you open the door and there's no thank you. I've got one of respect. Um, I guess I'm the oldest. I have um, a younger sister and a younger brother. Yes, my siblings had to grow up, have, um, kind of showing me a high level of respect. Um, and one of the things they had to do is they always had to call me like sister before they said my name. So I was never just called Temi. Like if they wanted to ask me anything or say anything to me, it would be like Sister Temi. Like they had to put some respect on my name because I'm the eldest. Yeah, that's that's that was my first encounter. <laughs> My example is a bit similar to um, Ofure, I've pronounced that right. <laughs> um, I think in school people used to call me um, Oled or Lolaid or Oli. Like I've got so many, like so many um, names. Just My name was just remixed because people couldn't pronounce it. So I'll say that was a time of disrespect. <laughs> so what is Hona? How is it defined? Honor is basically just um, defined as high respect or high esteem. It's being able to, on, like for example, like honor God or honor people means like you need to be able to serve others. Um, so yeah, so, sort of looking at yourself lower and sort of having a servant heart to others. Yeah. And where can we see that in the word? So let's go into the word. So if you have your Bibles, let's turn to Genesis um, 39 verse 8 to 10. So we're going to be looking at how do we honor God and how do we honor people. Um, and the first thing we're going to be looking at is honoring God. And we're just going to look at this story from Genesis. Yeah. If you're there, say honor. Honor. Mm, okay. 39 verse 9. Do we have a volunteer? All right, I'm reading from NIV. Um, okay, 8 to 10, okay. Yeah. But he refused. With me in charge, he told her, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her or even to be with her. 
Yeah, so here we have um, the story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife. And um, at this point um, in Joseph's story, um, essentially he was working in um, Potiphar's house. Um, And here Joseph could have chosen to dishonor God, um, but he didn't. Um, And I think it's important that um, the way he responded to temptation was by, you know, saying it, that I I will not sin against God. I will not make this act against God. Um, And if we look at um, Matthew 22, verse 37 to 38, it says um, that um, you shall love your God with all your heart, all um, all your soul and all your mind. And I think like when you're honoring God, it actually comes, it's, it's a heart posture. It's something you do because you love God, you honor God and you, you, sh- you sort of show him that you love him through your actions and through your actions as well as like how your heart is. And, and I just believe that um, in, for example, verse 38, I mean, verse eight. <laughs> One second. If someone could read it out for me. Where he says it. Sorry, it's dark here, so we're finding it hard to see. (laughs) He says, but he refused. Um, With me in charge, he told her, my master does not um, concern himself with anything in this house, in in the house. Everything he owns, he has trusted me to my care. Like Joseph had so much responsibility, like he had so much responsibility. He could have taken advantage um, of Potiphar's wife and even maybe even been more powerful, but he, he... he knew that it was a, a dishonoring act. And when we're honoring God, when we're really living a life for God, we really want to live um, by being obedient to God and really showing him that we love him. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And one of the things that really sticks out to me from, from these verses in regards to Joseph is that he continues to work in that environment. Like Potiphar's wife is tempting him and wanting him to slip up. Um, but he still respects Potiphar's wife. He still speaks to her. But his mind has been made up that he's not going to sin. And I think what honor is, it's, it's recognizing who someone is above who they're not. It's so easy to look at someone's flaws. It's so easy to look at the things they get wrong and forget that actually God's probably given them a role, God's anointed them, God's given them a responsibility and there's a reason why um, they're in your life, there's a reason why they're, your, when, why they're in your environment. Yeah. So one of the things I would encourage us to do is to, is to look at who people are, ask God to give, um, give you eyes to see people the way he sees them, yeah. um, not the way we see them with their flaws. And we're going to just look at what it actually means to honor people. So if you can turn to 1 Samuel verse 24. I'm going to read from verse 1. When you're there, say honor. Great. Okay, I'll start reading. And it says, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) After Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told David is in the desert of Engedi. So Saul took 3,000 able young men from all Israel and set out to look for David. And he's men near the crags of the wild goats. He came to the sheep pens along the way. A cave was there and Saul went in to relieve himself. David and his men were far back in the cave. The men said, this is the day the Lord spoke of when he said to you, I will give your enemy into your hands for you to deal with as you wish. Then David crept up unannounced and cut off a corner of Saul's robe. Afterward, David was conscience stricken for having cut off a corner of his robe. 
And he said to his men, the Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, or lay my hand on him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. Amen. So um, before we get to this basically part of the story of, of Saul and David, Saul is basically the king of Israel, but he's living in a way that's really disrespectful. He's living in a way of sin, and basically he doesn't deserve to be king. And you have David who basically has been um, anointed to take over from Saul and be the next king of Israel. So a prophet comes to, to David and says, David, you're going to be the next um, king, of, um, king of Israel and you're going to take over the role of Saul. But at this time, Saul is still in that position of king. So David comes onto the scene and first of all, he comes on as a musician and he's anointed and he's skilled. So he um, is called to come and help relieve Saul's stress. Then he shows up on the scene again and a story that we're probably familiar with. He kills Goliath. So he really becomes famous. He um, really becomes well known in Israel. And then on top of that, he becomes best friends with um, Saul's son, Jonathan. So as you can imagine, Saul is very jealous of David and up until this point he's just been trying to cut David off so kill him as in like he doesn't want him around he doesn't want to know about him he doesn't want him to take his position but in this story what we see is that David now gets an opportunity to retaliate to fight back and to cut Saul off and everything is ready um and he and and basically he has every reason um to fight back but he doesn't And it says that he was conscious stricken for having cut off a corner of his robe. And he said to his men, the Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord anointed, or lay my hand on him. And again, it just goes back to that that story of do you really see people how God sees them? And even if you're in a position where you have a role... um, that you're great at. Maybe you're looking at someone and you're going, you know what, I can do that so much better than them. I'm equipped so much more than them. Will you choose to still respect the fact that they have that role and responsibility? Or would you just dishonor them by talking about their flaws, by gossiping about them? Because all of that is disrespectful. And the truth of the thing is, is that it's easy to do an honoring thing with a dishonoring heart and a dishonoring mindset. So it's easy for me to come to Lola and say, oh, Lola, you look good. I'm loving that skirt on you. And then go over to Pastor Wally and say, oh, my gosh, can you believe Lola did this? Blah, 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 blah. Who does she think she is? I've honored her with my words, but not with my heart. And, and I think we have to be so careful about how we're thinking and what we're saying and just checking our heart. In um, Proverbs 15, verse 33, it says, humility comes before honor. And one of the things that is difficult to do um, is to have pride and to try and respect someone. Like humility says, you know what? I see others higher than myself. I see others better than myself. And that's really to get the perspective um, of the father. Lola, how do you find that? Like, with pride and with trying to respect people and is that something you've ever struggled with yeah. um an example that comes to my head straight away is um when jesus washes the disciples feet mm. like we know jesus as the king the savior like his uh like his his honor is, is, is honest mm. to see someone of, of high esteem um, and the disciples are like his friends, his servants. So imagine a king washing a servant's feet. Mm. Like, it's, it's, 
it's almost like it's meant to be the other way around. Um, and truly, this is what honor is. This is how we, we're meant to be in our community, yeah. that we're open to um, serving one another with an open heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to put a question out there to you guys. Just turn to the person next to you and ask, will you wash my feet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. (laughs) Tammy, will you wash my feet? Don't get sticky. Okay, so I'll talk a bit more about that and then I'll ask this question about about what. So I'll just talk about um, that you can't risk your I'll talk a bit more about the. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, some deep discussions. I hope people <laughs> said yes. So, just wrapping up, guys. <laughs> so, I guess you can see you can't be proud and try to honor someone. You mm. can't really be one way in the face, but then your heart posture is just not there, that like you have no love for them. And tell yeah. me if you just take it. Yeah, and I think like going back to this story of, of David and Saul, if you look at the sort of later verses of this chapter, what you see is that David actually gets an opportunity to come back to Saul and say, by the way, I could have killed you. I could have ended your life tonight, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, so he, he, he made sure he knew, he made sure that Saul knew what could have happened. And um, I'm just going to read Saul's response. Got you. I'm honoring Thank you. you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, sorry, just looking for it. So yeah, verse 11, so 1 Samuel 24, from verse 11, it says, See my father, look at this piece of your robe in my hand. I cut off the corner of your robe but did not kill you. See that there is nothing in my hand to indicate that I am guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. I have not wronged you, but you are hunting me down to take my life. And as we, when we go to verse 16, it says, When David finished saying this, Saul asks, Is that your voice, David, my son? And he wept aloud. You are more righteous than I, he said. You have treated me well, but I have treated you badly. You have just now told me about the good you did to me. The Lord delivered me into your hands, but you did not kill me. And basically, the the chapter ends with Saul basically blessing David and saying, do you know what? You actually deserve to be king. This role is yours. You see, we can't give honor if we haven't received honor. Like we receive honor and we receive respect from God on a daily basis. He gives us undeserved grace. He gives us undeserved mercy. And he doesn't just do that so that we can sit comfortably. He does it so that we can replicate the same and show it to others around us. And we see that from here because David had honored Saul, Saul honored him back. It took him a while to get there. But actually, he, David was then able to prepare or able to step into the role that God had prepared him for at the appointed time. If he tried to do it in his own strength, if he ha- tried to do it in his own time, who knows what would have happened. Maybe he never would have been able to become king. But the timing and his obedience to God's voice and his honor, his honor of Saul prepared him for the role that God had for him. 
And I just encourage you guys to, to try and create an atmosphere of honor and respect everywhere you go, in the workplace, at uni, at home. Like, it's not always an easy thing to do, yeah. but we're called to do it. We're called to be like Jesus. Um, and that involves us respecting people even when they don't deserve it. So we've just got one more question for you guys. Do you want to ask them? Yeah. So do you guys find it more difficult to honor people or God? So honor, honoring people or God, what's, what's easier, what's harder? <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca was like, people. <laughs> So, hands up for the people who find it easier to honor people. Easier to, okay, okay, so, wow, okay. <laughs> and the people who said it's easier to honor God, wow, okay. So, we can all learn from each other, to yes. be honest. We can actually all learn from each other. Um, something I just wanted to add is that um, when we're honoring people, sometimes, to be realistic, sometimes it's good not to expect a thank you because God will honor you, yeah? And God, God can honor you in any way, whether it's your finances, whether it's the way your day goes at work, whether it's the sort of friendships you have and how accountable, how accountable you are with them and just um, your life in general, like sometimes you may not get the thank you there and then, but God has honored you already. So, you know, it will be easier if, you know, you really give your heart to God and just be open to receiving his blessings and not thinking about what I, I, I want, what, what you want to get from um, doing this work or doing this charitable, this charitable thing or whatever it is. Like really look for, look for, like, change your heart posture and like look for what God is actually saying to you. Um, an example that I was just saying to Temi is a bit like when, um, sort of like when you're with your parents, for example, you wash the dishes, you don't expect them to say thank you to you because it's your responsibility. <laughs> and that's how it is with God, with us and God sometimes. It's like, it's our responsibility to love each other. Like we have to do it, you know, like and we're embodying Christ daily. Like, so it's, it's our responsibility. There's no real... God's, God's already accepted us. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, me and Tommy were just working on, okay, what, are, what can we say for, like, practical tips on honouring God or honouring people? 
Um, and one that we thought of was prayer and worship. There's nothing like on honoring God through worship and really giving your all and being vulnerable with God about what you're going through, whether it's good or bad. Um, a perfect example that I'll think of is when I was looking for a job, mate, some days I was really high and I was like, Lord, I have faith. Da, 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 da. Other days I was really low, like, Lord, <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> I'm broke and I'm bored. Like, I'm, I can't watch any more Netflix. I can't, <laughs> I can't sit in the library for four hours anymore and be doing applications upon applications. What I did for me in so many ways, I can give you guys testimonies. But um, we'll be here all day. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah. And just to, just to add to the prayer and worship, what that does for us, it allows us to renew our minds, and it allows us to get back into a position of humility and to take our focus off our agenda and take our focus off, well, God, I'm trying to achieve this, and I should be um, perceived as being great, or I should be perceived as being this. And it allows us to lay it all down at the feet of Jesus and to say, actually, God, teach me to become more like you. Give me your mindset. Give me your, give me your heart. What are you saying? How should I respond to this situation? Are my, is my attitude reflecting um, a heart of respect? Is my, are my words, are the people that I'm speaking to, is all of this glorifying you? Or am I just trying to achieve what I want to achieve for myself? And I, and I also just think practically what honor looks like. It looks like sacrifice. Um, it looks like saying, okay, what do I need to let go of? Is it comparison? Is it the mindset that I have? Is it because people have hurt me and actually I don't, I don't feel like anyone deserves my time, anyone deserves my respect because I've been disrespected? But also, what do you need to take up? Do you have the resources to mentor someone? Maybe there's someone who actually desires to be in a position that you're in. Use that opportunity and equip them, push them forward, encourage them. Look for opportunities to be able to serve others and bless others and respect others, even if they don't necessarily deserve it. Amen. 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 So I think the last thing that we just want to say is that really like Honor actually looks good, it sounds good, it feels good. And it, it feels good to receive, but even more, it feels so good and looks so good to give it. Yeah. And um, we are gonna just go into a time of prayer and worship. So if I can get the worship team back up. But as we were kind of just preparing and praying over this topic, and if you guys wanna stand, there was a few people that we really felt might need prayer based off of this theme. So I feel like there's one group of people who maybe do feel like they have been hurt, who feel like actually they have been disrespected by people. And actually, I really just believe that God wants you to, to come and to ask for um, forgiveness and, and really just ask that God will help you to let those things go and not allow it to stop him doing what he wants to do through you. Um, the second group of people are people who really just find it difficult to be obedient to God, who really find it difficult to honor God and trust God, especially when he's maybe asking you to do something in particular. So maybe there's someone here, maybe God's really been speaking to you about doing something in particular and you're fighting it. Uh, we want to pray for you tonight. And then the last group of people is people who actually feel like they have been holding on to pride. And they want to say, God, you know what? I want to be humble. I want to have a humble heart. I want to have a humble spirit. 
So if that is you, there is going to be people here, we'll be here, and we'll just pray for you. If there's anything else maybe that has touched you tonight, even if it wasn't through the sermon, if it was through worship, if it was through testimonies, then please feel free to come forward for prayer. If not, then just join the worship team, and let's honor God through our worship tonight. Yeah, and I just feel, um, I just feel the Lord um, saying something in my spirit, just in Jeremiah the Lord says that when you pray I will listen and I think it's it's quite that's a personal message for someone here today that God is telling you when you pray I listen I hear you that your prayers are not going to deaf ears he hears you so where you feel dishonored um, where you feel like you're actually the person who's been humble you've been serving and you sort of feel like you're getting to this point where you're striving because you're not getting recognition God says I listen I hear you I see you um, and I recognize who you are and you're already accepted you know um, so yeah amen